Hey, what's up, everybody? And welcome to another edition of I Won't Stop Until I Win. I am your host, Jose Flores, and each week I'll be sharing inspiring stories of people who push through the pain, who overcome adversity, and who keep on running their race to become the winners they are today. So thank you for spending some time with me, and let's jump right into the show. Hey, what is going on, family? Thanks again for tuning in for another week of I Won't Stop Until I Win. And uh, you already know, before I start every single episode, I always like to take a few moments right up front to give God some thanks, because I believe that without him, none of this would be possible. So I pray that somebody out there that's listening is encouraged, inspired, and motivated to not only learn more and do more, but to become more. And I pray that in Jesus' name. So thanks again, guys, for hanging out with me. And you know that every single week, if I bring a guest on the show, I only bring the best of the best, and this week is no different. Today's guest is a multimedia mogul, speaker, mentor, TV and radio personality, and female entrepreneur advocate. She's the CEO and founder of the Lux Enterprise, which includes Lux Media, Lux Life Magazine, Lux Life Cosmetics, Lux Media Studios, Lux Wear, and the Lux Life Podcast, which I've had the honor of being on her show as well. As well. And we had so much fun that I asked her if she'd be open to having uh, to doing it all over again on mine. And so without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, the Candice Bar is in the house. Candice, how are you doing today? Hey, I'm great. How are you, Jose? <laughs> I'm amazing. I'm amazing. I'm so excited for this interview because I know last time we had so much fun and I know that that energy is just going to be transferred to my audience and I can't wait to just let everyone know what you've been up to, what you're doing and what you have going on. Oh my goodness. Well, thank you for having me. It's it's not often that I'm on the other side of the microphone. So it's always an interesting experience when that happens. Uh, what is going on? You know, when you were naming off everything of Lux Enterprise, it's, you know, it's quite the mouthful. And we're just, you know, we have so much going on. We just um, hired on a bunch more new people for the studio's opening. And we have more engineers and we have more assistants. And we just hire on the people that are going to be helping us, you know, move forward, grow the company, um, expand in positive ways. So we, we got a lot going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's amazing. That is absolutely amazing. Before we get into all of the amazing stuff that you're doing and that you have going on, I want you to take people just a little bit behind the scenes and a little bit back to like where you came from. Um, did you always have this entrepreneurial spirit? You know, some of the challenges and mindsets that you had to overcome to, to become who you are today? All very good questions. Let's see. So I'm originally from Milford, New Hampshire, which is a very small town in New Hampshire. There's cows where I'm from. And um, I had left there when I was 17. I'm no longer 17 anymore. And I came right to Los Angeles from New Hampshire. And I built from the ground up. I came out here with $600 between myself and my ex-husband and one suitcase. And that's what I came out here with. Um, I did not come from a family of wealth by any means. I would say we were very middle class. Um, and to answer your other question, I came from a family of small business owners. I'm probably fifth generation. Uh, I, I would say I'm an entrepreneur, but the generations before me were all small business owners. Um, my great grandparents up until my parents, all various businesses. So I always had the entrepreneurial spirit definitely planted in me from a very young age, for sure. That's awesome. How old were you when you moved from uh, New Hampshire to California? I was 17 years old. Now, when you when, when you moved uh, to California, did you move over there with the intention of starting a business, or what 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 was the what was the move for? 
You know, I had originally moved out here because um, I always knew I wanted to leave New Hampshire. So I left the second I could. And I just didn't know where I was going to go. So the opportunity to come to L.A. was presented to me. And I just thought, hmm, well, New Hampshire, Los Angeles. So <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you know, I'm, I'm someone who, you know, I'm going to, I always, I love taking a chance. I'm a huge risk taker um, because I'd rather do something than not do it and regret it. I really don't have much regrets in life, if any at all. So I've always been like that. So I kind of just took the chance and, you know, it was not easy um, the first several years, but I, you know, entrepreneur, to be an entrepreneur, you got to be a hustler. So, and the hustle, the hustle never leaves you. That's right. So you just got to hustle. You just, you know, I I always say you're not really an entrepreneur unless you have at least four mental breakdowns. So I think I, I think I earned my stripes. (laughs) If that ain't the truth, man, I don't know what is. That's funny. That's awesome. So when did you, so, so, so when, where was, when was the birth of of Lux Enterprises? Like, how did that start? When, when When did it begin? Oh, geez. So Lux, the birth of Lux. So Lux started when I got, I first had my own show, which is Lux Live, which is the show that you have been on. Um, That was about, oh, geez, five or six years ago. And then um, that was the first, that was the first uh, branch of the Lux Enterprise was the podcast. I've had businesses prior to Lux, but Lux was really what we, what we're doing now. So my it first started with Lux Life with Candace Barr, um, and then it branched off to Lux Media. Then it went off to we have Lux Life Magazine, which you know we highlight pr- mostly female entrepreneurs. We love the men, but we you know highlight the female entrepreneurs because I don't think the female entrepreneurs get enough recognition yet. Yeah, hey, I'm um, proud of that. Yeah, <laughs> but we do love the men. Um, and then it, you know, trickled off to, you know, Lux Wear and Lux Life Cosmetics and um, Lux Media Studios, which is almost finished. So it, it all, all of it came out of a need and us just fulfilling a need that we saw in the industry that I, I found needed to be fulfilled. And, you know, I thought we could do it, you know, in a different way, a little bit more luxurious way, Lux Life. Um, and just, you know, have a bit more female touch on the whole media industry because it's, it's heavily male dominated heavily. It's yeah. very rare females are in media. So, um, and it, you know, not only obviously my female owning the company, running the company, but our whole team, uh, we have a whole team of females. We have female engineers, female assistants. It's all female run company. That's amazing. I love it. And I, I can't even be mad at that. And you're right. It is a predominantly male dominated industry. So for somebody like you to step up to the plate and just start creating all these different opportunities uh, for women, right. Empowering them and and, mm-hmm. and giving them a voice and giving them an opportunity and giving them a shot. I just think that that's phenomenal. So Thank I, you. Definitely, I definitely commend you on that. So what, what were some of the businesses that you had before Lux? I, I wanted to ask that because I know you mentioned you had a business before that. What, what were some of the businesses? Let's see, that? you know, me and my first ex-husband had, you know, when I was really young, we had, you know, those kiosks in the mall, like those little kiosks. We had a bunch of those throughout different malls um, on the East Coast and on the West Coast. We That was kind of my uh, throwing me into entrepreneurship 101 because you were working those kiosks sometimes 16, 18 hours. It was crazy hours that people don't even know about. Yeah, yeah. Um, you want to talk about hustling, go work that's at a, a kiosk. <laughs> yeah, that's a hustle. You know, I have a friend of mine who actually, um, he, he lives in Utah, but he used to have, he has a clothing line and he started it online. It was an online clothing line. Then he got a kiosk at his local mall. 
and he was grinding it out, but he, you know, he stuck with it and he actually wound up taking over a Payless store that closed down. Wow. He wound up taking over that and just, he's blowing up, man. So when you talk about the kiosk hustle, hustle I know that, that that's true. <laughs> it is, it is some, like, you, it really doesn't look like much, but you know, we had several, like I mentioned. So it was really quite the hustle, like going to New York, getting stuff at wholesale, bringing it back, distributing it, hiring, firing, putting out fires. Again, at the time I was really young. So so um, it was just, you know, entrepreneurship 101 and just um, being able to deal with a lot of issues at once and problem solving quickly. Um, and then also before that, you know, like I mentioned, I was raised in small businesses. So even growing up, like, you know, getting out of school, after school, going to my parents' businesses, helping them with their businesses, you know, counting the money, like learning how to tag things. It was just, it's always been in me. It's been a part of me. Yeah, yeah. Now, when you... um. You know, now I know that for those of you that are listening and watching this, Candice is very well connected. If you're not connected with her, we're going we're gonna to drop that information in a little bit, but check her out, see who she's connected with. Now, what I wanted to ask you, Candice, was how have you or what do you attribute all of these amazing connections that you've built over the last five, six years as you started this, this Lux Enterprise? What would you attribute to you being able to make these, these heavy hitter connections? Well, I will tell you the, the connection side of the business, that's a very particular side of the business. I've been doing that for uh, probably 15 years. That's the longest out of all of it. So the connection side is very different. That's for a very different kind of entrepreneur. Um, how do, what do I attribute it to? I guess having a personality, <laughs> um, having a personality, having a goal, being able to see what is what someone needs or needs to be fulfilled within their business or someone they need to know and being able to make the connection correctly. It's a lot of, you know, I like to talk about it. It's a lot of energy work, actually, being able to read people, being able to sense, you know, that person's energy mixing with somebody else's energy. That actually is a big part of business, whether people talk about it or not. Um, so just being able to do that and being able to kind of, to be able to kind of see what the unseen, that's always been a nice uh, attribute that I've used throughout business. Yeah. And the reason I ask that is because I know that connections is, is, you know, success is very much so tied to relationships, right? Yeah. And you've been able to connect with people and, and make those relationships. And, and just like myself as well, I've been able to make some great connections and build relationships with some heavy hitter people. Do you remember your first time connecting with someone who you thought was like, maybe like out of your reach, like, man, I, I, they probably, I won't be able to get to them and, and then actually getting them to, to, you know, come on your show or connect with you some way. Hmm. I'm sure I'm positive. There was, you know, cause every, you know, with business, as you know, there's levels to this. So in the beginning, I'm sure there was someone who I would, you know, I thought it, and it probably was a big win at the time. Um, and then as you rise up and as you move forward and get higher in business, you're going to have different higher and higher goals and higher and higher people to reach out to connect with, um, to hopefully do business with, or even be friends with. So in the beginning, I'm, I'm positive. There was, um, I would say more recently, like the, maybe the last three years, there was someone that, you know, throughout having my show, people were always like, you know, who's your ultimate interview? Who's your ultimate interview? Who's your ultimate interview? And I, I won't say her name, um, but I kept saying her name over and over again because I had been following her career for such a long time. I thought she was such an amazing powerhouse. And I always said, if I could get her on my show or interview her, 
I don't even know who I, I didn't read after that because I, in my mind, that was the Mecca. And we had, we had got her in the last three years. We got her on the show. We're actually friends now. And so, and like, sometimes I'm still like, I can't even believe we're friends. And like, she's texting me and calling me. This is crazy. Cause for years, I really looked up to this person. Now I know who she is, but if you guys want to know, you guys got to follow Candace and <laughs> do your homework. <laughs> you got to do your homework. <laughs> That's amazing though. But, um, you know, so for, I know for me, like I remember, I, I'm, I'm a firm believer in the power of asking, right? Asking for yes. what you want, right? And so many yes. people are afraid to ask because they, they think that they're going to say no or they're going to get rejected. And, you know, I guess it's like a part of sales, right? You have to overcome that rejection. But I'm yeah. a firm believer and, and, I, and I know you are as well. That's why I asked the question because, you know, one of my favorite books says that you have not because you ask not. So if you want more out of life, you got to go and ask for it. Yeah. <laughs> And so I remember yeah, one time, close, what is the saying? A closed mouth doesn't get fed. So that's right. I think more people like to say yes than say no, actually. And I, you know, it, someone saying no to you, it's not, it's, you'll be all right. I've been told no before. You'll be yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. And you'd be surprised how many people will say yes when, you know, yeah. when, you act, when you act properly. Um, yeah. It's amazing. Right. I remember the first time that I, uh, I, I met Les Brown. For those of you mm -hmm. who know my story, Les Brown is one of the greatest motivational speakers. But I remember when I went to go ask him if he could write the forward to my book, my wife was like, don't, don't ask him. Don't ask him. He's already, you know, helped us so much. Don't ask him. And I was like, but what, what's the worst he can say is no. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I went and asked him and he said yes. And look, now because I asked him, my book is a number one bestseller. And there you so, go. Right. So that's amazing. So let me ask you this. What's your favorite part of the Lux Enterprise? Oh, gee, that's like picking your favorite child. Um, let's see. And I know sometimes we say we're not supposed to do that, but deep down, everybody <laughs> has a favorite. <laughs> a favorite child. <laughs> um, you know. Or maybe not your favorite, but which one do you there's, like? To... There's, there's a lot of aspects of each of it that I love. So with the with the uh, jumpsuit line and the makeup line, it's being able to create. You know, all of all of business, and I think everything that we have is creating. I love the creative process. I love turning the idea into reality. Um, I even I even enjoy the you know the the figuring out parts of it. Uh, not this not so easy parts of things. Um, I like being able to interview and connect with people that you were saying you thought maybe you'd never be able to connect with or talk to. And simply because you have a show, you're able to do that. Um, I like to be able to, like I said, turn ideas into reality. So, you know, a lot, some ideas work, some ideas don't, not everything is a Midas touch, but um, I like, and I also like to be able to contribute to people's lives. Like I like to be able to have staff and employees and be able to contribute to their lives in a positive way. Cause it's not just me creating these things. It's the whole team helping create these things and move forward. So we all get to do that. We all get to be a part of, um, this empire that we're building. So that's really fun to me. I love, I love the fact that you mentioned that because, you know, you hear a lot of people that are self-made this, self-made that. And I don't know, that kind of just doesn't sit well with me when I hear people say that, because you mentioned the great point, like, it's not about you, it's about your team, right? Yeah. And, I, and I, I'm a firm believer, again, that teamwork makes the dream work. I, I mean, you might have an idea and you may have put in the, your work initially, but uh, nobody is self-made. Like you had to have somebody helping you somewhere along the line. And it, it takes a powerful team to build an empire. And that's exactly what you're doing. How, how important is teamwork to you and, and your organization and your business? Oh man, teamwork is everything. I, you know, it's, it, you know, I get the, I call it divine downloads. I get the divine downloads of the vision or, you know, whatever we want to create, but it's really the team that helps us execute that and get the details 
punched out because I'm not a detail person. I am an end goal vision person. I know how I want it and need it to look, but all the stuff in between, um, they really help out a lot with that. And I could not have built the company without them. And you were saying earlier, having a strong foundation, having a strong team, we don't have a huge team, but we do have a team that's very efficient and that their goal is to also see the end result in, t- in a timely manner. So we're all on the same page and we're all on the same train moving forward in a very quick process in a very quick way. And that's definitely one of the things I can attest to that your team is definitely on point. They, they, <laughs> they are on point when I tell you, but let me ask you this question. So when you think about like teamwork um, and team building, what are some of the things that you, that you've incorporated within your, 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 you know, Lux enterprise as far as teamwork and how have you been able to develop that culture within, you know, cause let's be honest, some women, you know, they like, they're strong, especially if you have strong personalities on the yeah. team, it can be difficult to navigate through that. So how are you, have you, how have you been able to incorporate that teamwork culture within Lux Enterprise? Well, I, you know, I think it, you know, it all starts with, it's all starts with you because you're the, you're the leader, you're the head of the, you're the head of the ship. So it all starts with me. And I think definitely um, having businesses prior to, and just growing up and it's something like you learn throughout, but I think business uh, makes you grow up pretty quickly um as emotionally grow up quickly you have to have an emotional intelligence and so even you know if you're not having a great day or there's a million things that could affect your emotions that can also affect your decisions you have to be able to step back take a breath um and then if you can't make a rational decision then you you shelf that for the next day when you can make a rational decision um with the team you know we have a, a team of women with you know really good head on their shoulders like i said we all have the same goal going on we communicate very well um we're all i would say spiritual whatever that looks like for everyone individually um, on different levels. Spirituality is definitely a part of the company and a part of the individuals working for us. Um, we, and we have fun too. We actually, we, we don't, we actually, none of us live around each other, but we do, you know, zoom meetings, phone calls. We laugh together when we are around together, we do go out together. I love giving team incentives. I, you know, I love, I, if you're doing a great job, you know, we love giving, giving money to where and credit where credits do. Uh, I really appreciate the team. Um, people get awards, people get vacations, people get, you know, someone doing an exceptional job is absolutely rewarded. So I make sure that happens. I love that. I absolutely love that. It sounds like a, an amazing company to be able to work for. So if you guys, if there's any women listening to this and you're looking for an amazing company to be a part of, hey, reach out and ask. You never know what can happen. <laughs> but you know what? That's great. And I love that you mentioned emotional intelligence. You know, that's a hot topic. Even within, as a speaker, that's a hot topic within this mm-hmm. industry. And emotional intelligence is one of like the, one of those untapped areas of, mm. of understanding like you hear it you kind of think you know what it means but it, it goes so deep but not only understanding and having a level of awareness of your own emotions but also reading yeah. other people's emotions as well right like you, sometimes somebody could be having a bad day and be snappy but if you're not able to read that then you might react a certain type of way and then this thing gets blown all out of proportion so absolutely and you know i will say off of that you know, um people always said to me it's like you know, you can't have a company with all females because they can't work together. That's not true because we've been doing it for years now. You just have to have to have the right people working with you and that you understand them and they understand you and you're going to go through stuff just like any relationship. It's a relationship, yeah. but you have to be able to navigate through that. And, you know, again, like I said, have a good head on your shoulders and not, not every single emotion has to be acted on. 
Now, I know you've had some changes within your company throughout the years. How have you been able to, like when you are looking for that right person that's a good fit to work with, with your company, what are some of the things that you're looking for? You know, we're always looking for loyalty. I have no desire in training someone who is using this as a launching ground for their own independent stuff and then go somewhere else. Um, so loyalty is very, you cannot teach loyalty. Uh, loyalty is very big. You have to ha have someone who's willing to do the work because there's a lot of work involved. It cannot have laziness and you can't teach someone not to be lazy. That comes from within. And there has to be um, honesty. You cannot teach honesty. They are either honest or they're not. Everything else we can pretty much work with. You know, you have to just have a be willingness to learn and actually do the work. I love that. I love that. That's so important. That's definitely important. Now, what's the next big thing that you have uh, coming up for Lux Enterprise? Any, oh, geez. Any, other, any other branches you're going to add? Coming? <laughs> I think I think we're good for now with all the branches for now. Um, the studio is officially opening. We're hoping around May. So I'll let you know for sure, Jose, you and your wife have to come to the grand opening. It's going to be red carpet. Um, uh, a lot of it's going to be really cool. It's a brand new studio. It's actually the first um, radio station on Rodeo Drive ever. So in Beverly Hills on Rodeo Drive, that's where we're going. And it's actually also the first fully owned 100% female owned radio station in the United States, as far as I know. So we're launching wow. the launch of that studio is really important for a couple different reasons. So that's coming up shortly. Construction's almost done. Um, we have new, we still, we're already, we still have new shows coming on, new podcasts, new TV shows coming on still. We're still onboarding them. Those are really fun. Um, some big interviews coming up shortly, which I can't talk about, but they're, they're good ones. Um, just, yeah, just, you know, doing the magazine shoots, uh, the new ladies for the magazine covers. We have a couple really big ones that are really great. So everything's just kind of moving forward, you know? How are you, you know, because I'm, I'm going to just be honest, when I saw all of those different branches of the company, I was like, wow, that's that's a lot of different. <laughs> those are almost all those literally those those are all individual businesses on their own. Mm -hmm. right? Cosmetic studio where how do you how do you how are you able to as the founder and CEO, how are you able to juggle all of those things and manage them so smoothly? And I know a lot of it has to do with being able to delegate properly, but in your mind, how, how, do you, how does that work? Like what in your mind, what are you thinking? What are you going through? How are you, how are you reacting? How do you feel? Well, you're right. It's, you know, again, like I said, you know, we have a great team. So everyone, everyone does, you know, their allotted thing that they're, you know, hired to do. Um, I, I guess I'm really good at multitasking and it all is kind of, it's, I know it's different. It's a different product, but in my mind, it's all the same. Mm. So it's just some, a task that needs to be done that day, whether it's the jumpsuit, the makeup line, they're a new podcast we're launching. It's all the same. It's all a product. It's all creating. So I, I don't really get overwhelmed because it's all just a part of what we do. That's why I was, that's what I was trying to get at. So because in your mind, it's all one thing, you're yes. able to just pivot easily from the magazine to the podcast, to the, to the Luxwear, to the cosmetics, and then just execute whatever needs to be done. Is that what you're saying? You should really hear, like we have, you know, every Monday we have a group um, or team call. You should really hear, hear the team call because it's, it's like, you know, okay, what are we doing with this? What are we doing with this? And it's, it's never, a, it's never, you know, going down unless it's like, you know, we probably make easy 150 decisions before 12 p.m. 
Yeah. That's incredible. That's incredible. I actually just did a, a talk today for a company and I was talking about the decision making and the decision making process and tips for decision making and mm. you know how, how did you handle and I'm glad you mentioned that because now it's bringing some of my it's bringing up some of the talking points that I did the presentation for this morning how do you uh handle decision making because sometimes like you sometimes you can't make decisions right away because you need to do some research or do some homework or really just sit and think about it and then sometimes you have to be able to make a decision right at, right on the spot right at the moment how do you handle all of that with everything that you have going on? What is your like? What is the process you take when it comes to decision making? It's a really great, great question, actually. And I think that um, I would say I think we're able to do so many things at one time because I'm a really quick decision maker. Um, it doesn't take me very long at all. I just need a certain amount of information to be able to make it. It's a yes or no. And also um, saying that, you know, I do have the final say in literally everything that goes on with the company, but I do allow the team to make decisions sometimes for us. I love that. And, you know, again, depending on what it is, depending on how big it is and, you know, all this stuff, but I empower the ladies to, you know, they, they've been with us for a while. They know how we run. They kind of, they know the flow of, you know, what I would say yes or no to. So depending on what it is, I empower them to make decisions. I love that. Cause you find some, I mean, I used to work for a company when I was, you know, a little younger and it was like the complete opposite. You had to go to the manager for every little thing, even the stuff that I knew in my own head, like, I know what I'm doing. I know what I can do. You still had to go get, get the AOK. And I think that businesses that run like that are really hindering themselves. Uh, from being great and progressing and growing and scaling in a, in a, in a quick, you know, in a quick environment. But I think the fact that you do that is kind of, again, it, talk, it speaks to how you're able to kind of continue having all these different brands, uh, branches of Lux Enterprise and run them so smoothly. Hmm. Well, you got, you got to have faith in your team. I mean, you're the, you're the one who trained them and you're, you put all this time and energy into training them, like let, let them do their thing, let them do their magic. And if something doesn't work, I don't think anything is really that permanent. You can always go back. You can always redo. You can always fire. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. <laughs> hire, fire. So everything can be, everything can be fixed. That's awesome. That's awesome. So right now you're focusing, uh, you're going to be focusing on the launch and the opening, the grand opening of the, of the, the media, the studio, right? Yes. That's awesome, man. That's it's I can't so wait. exciting. It's been a labor of love, but we all, it's, you know, it's, it's, I don't have children, but I'm going to assume it's like having it. It's like my version of having a baby. Um, it, the whole team's really excited. We've all, we've all been you know, have had our hands on it with throughout construction, making decisions. So again, it wasn't just me. Um, and we're just excited to see it come to fruition. So now with, um, you know, with, with us being in 2021 now, and, uh, you know, you being a female entrepreneur and doing amazing things, do you still find yourself like being, you know, as a female uh, coming up against so much resistance or do you see it do you see yourself or women in general uh being more accepted and and and, and more open to to having these high level positions and and, comp and running these companies with myself personally speaking for myself i haven't really had a, not that i you know i really haven't noticed is my answer so because i'm staying in my lane and doing what i'm doing and focusing on my stuff if there has been i haven't noticed and i also don't care um, it's just not something I spend time on and I really don't get my feelings hurt easily and I don't take, take anything personally. 
because if someone's saying something negative or whatever toward you or what you're doing, it always has something to say more about them than you. Um, I'm very good at cutting people off if I don't find them to be positive or adding any value to myself or the company. Um, I'm, I'm very good at protecting my space. Um, and then the people that are around us that do support us, they're just really excited to, to watch um, what's happening. Listen, I hope you guys are listening to the nuggets that she's dropping. She's not it's like saying specifically, you know, what she's been doing, but she's dropping nuggets like she's not afraid to hire and fire. She's not afraid to make decisions uh, during, uh, you know, uh, pressured environments and, and all these type of things. So I think that like, like at the end of the day, you're a boss, right? So if you don't like the fact that women aren't always looked upon as being heavy hitters, sort of speaking, within a male-dominated industry, become a boss, right? And do, <laughs> and, and and create your own lane, just like you have. You gotta, you gotta. If you want something changed, you gotta write your own ticket. Just do what you want to do, um, and don't listen to anybody else. If they're not, if they're not, you know, adding to your life, adding value, you don't need to be around them. That's right. That's right. What's one thing on your bucket list that you haven't scratched off yet? Oh, geez. I mean, uh, there's so much more travel to be had. So <laughs> where, where, where's like, where's one of the places that you like, once everything opens back up, where's oh, one place you want to visit? I am just dying to go to Egypt. I love to go to the pyramids. So oh. that's all. And, you know, I love to, I love traveling. I love to see the, um, the Northern lights, the green Northern lights. I forget where that's at. Iceland or Greenland or wherever that is. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I, I love, I'll pretty much go anywhere. I love traveling. I, I love taking time. I'm really good at shutting off. I like relaxing uh, when I can. So I really value downtime. I love that. I love that. You, you, you have a really solid work ethic. And I really appreciate that from you because you're showing other, not only female entrepreneurs, because all the stuff you've been talking about <laughs> can literally trickle over to male entrepreneurs as well. Because there's a lot of males that are out there that aren't doing nearly as half as what you're doing. So uh, I hope that you guys are taking notes on what Candace is dropping because it's very valuable, right? We've been talking about value and I, and I believe that value wins, right? The more value you add, the more you get rewarded in different ways. It's not always monetary, but you get rewarded in different ways. Um, so just continue adding that value. What's the legacy, Candice, that you want to leave behind uh, when you're no longer here? What's the, what's, what's the story? Not the story, but what, what, what is it that you want people to say about Candice and how you were as an individual, an entrepreneur, a businesswoman, and when you're no longer here? What's that one couple of words or sentence that you want to be remembered for? Hmm. You know, I like the word badass. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's a good one. You know, as long as we're, you know, I think everyone, or I hope everyone, or I know I am, or I try to be, is, you know, I think we're all here to inspire, encourage in some way, shape, or form. So if I was able, I've had a lot of mentors and people in my life, throughout my life, um, that have inspired and encouraged me to help me be where I'm at, whether they knew it or not. Um, and so I hope I'm able to do that for someone, at least one person that I'm here on this earth. So I think that's really the goal. 
That's amazing. I love it. Now for that one person, and I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, after this question, I'll, I'll let you go. Cause I know you're super busy. So I just want to <laughs> thank you for spending this time with me. But for that one person who's listening, male or female, yeah, and, and they have a goal and they have a dream and that maybe they're sitting on the fence or maybe they feel defeated, right? Because of COVID and this whole pandemic, what's one, what's one or two things you would say to them uh, that they, so that they'll keep pushing through life and, and not stop until they win. You're here for a reason. Uh, God does not make mistakes. That's for sure. And my favorite quote ever, and I can never, I read it in a book years ago and I can never remember who wrote it, but I'm going to have to find it. My favorite quote that I read such a long time ago that I always keep in the forefront of my mind is do the thing, have all the power. Meaning if you do the thing, whether you feel like it or not, you're having the worst day, the worst week, the worst month, there's a million reasons why you can't do something. Just do it, shut up and do it. Do these small steps, do the big steps, fall down, get up. And you're going to, you're going to come out. If you can do this over and over again, you're going to come out on top. That's for sure. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much, Candice. I appreciate you for hanging out with me and my audience. If somebody wanted to get a, in touch with you or find more about all of your products, where can they go? If there's a website or your social media, uh, let people know where they can find you. Yeah, we're all over social media. I mean, I get, I think we're, I'm under Lux Life underscore CV on Instagram. And then uh, it's CandiceBar.com and there's LuxMediaStudios.com. And if you want to get a hold of us for an interview or anything like that, you go to my director of operations, who's my right hand, Chelsea. It's Chelsea at CandiceBar, B-A-R-I-N-T.com. Chelsea's amazing. I've been communicating with her. So I was saying your team is on point. Chelsea yes. is on point. Shout out to Chelsea. <laughs> yes. <laughs> awesome. Well, Candice, it's been a real pleasure. Uh, thank you again for hanging out with me. I appreciate you. And guys, make sure you follow her. Check all her stuff out. She's doing incredible things. And stay tuned for May for the grand opening of Lux Studio on Rodeo Drive in, uh, in uh, California. It's going to be amazing. Uh, and until next week, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for hanging out with me. And until next week, make sure that you don't stop until you win. Take care and God bless. Thanks everybody for tuning in to this episode of I Won't Stop Until I Win. Once again, I am your host, Jose Flores, and make sure you visit me at joseinspires.com where you'll see links to all my social media where I'm bringing content like this every single day on how you can win and keep on winning. We have new episodes dropping every week, so make sure you guys like, subscribe, and share with other winners so that everyone can keep up with what's going on. Once again, I appreciate you tuning in, and we'll catch you on the next episode of I won't stop until I win.